regale me with a tale of Al Capone. So Josh is a huge Al Capone fan. He has a giant piece on his arm of of Capone. But I don't think he knows this. (laughs) Capone was quite the jazz music enthusiast. Ah, I did not know that. He was a huge jazz music inspirer in Chicago. I mean, in the okay, so in 1926, his friends kidnapped a jazz star, mm. held him at gunpoint, ordered him in the back of their limo, and when he got to the place that they took him to, Capone was there. He was celebrating his 27th birthday, and he quote unquote politely asked him to perform. It he, lasted three days, by the by the way. So he politely jammed a gun in dude's face, <laughs> yeah. forced him into a vehicle, uh-huh. and then held him hostage for three days politely. Uh-huh. Yeah. And asked him to perform. He did get a lot of drinks and tips, though, so I don't know if that works. <laughs> um, at Alcatraz, Capone joined a rock band called the Rock Islanders. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, he played the banjo. And then it was originally thought that he wrote a romantic solo for his wife. They found out uh, that he actually just took a song that was already written and dumbed it down so he could play it in the 30s. And then they figured out, oh, he didn't write this. And then Jack White from the uh, White Stripes or whatever, he was going to, he found an old Capone lyric sheet. Yeah. And he was going to turn that into a song. And somebody goes, that's not his song. That was my family's song that he stole and dumbed down so he could sing it too. Capone was a jerk. He's stealing loot and tunes. And, sorry, Al, if you play a banjo, you're not in a rock band. <laughs> sorry. Aww. You're just not. Maybe back then, the Rock Islanders. Oh, man. From Alcatraz. John and Stephanie once again voted most likely to say, Um, are you going to finish that? Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. This is uh, kind of an interesting story. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, as far as cover stories go, he probably should work on it. Yeah. Um, his name's John Walner. He showed up at a hospital in New York. He had a gunshot wound to his hand. And the story about it, he kept changing it. First, he said, yeah, it happened in New York. Then he said, oh, actually, it happened in Vermont. And then he didn't go to a hospital right away because he didn't think it was a big deal. He thought it was just a bee sting. A bee sting. Mm-hmm. A gunshot wound. A bee sting. Was that bee on steroids? Also, how big was the stinger? Right. Because the hole and whatnot. <laughs> he eventually said, okay. All right. Okay, here's what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he sounds like. I okay. shot myself in okay, the hand. Okay, okay, okay. okay, 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 okay what okay. Leo wants, Leo gets. <laughs> I shot myself in the hand while I was cleaning my gun. <laughs> oh, and if that's true, why would you lie about that? Right. You wouldn't need to. No. Plus, there's some big old B on steroids out there going, "Don't put this on me, bro." Right, bro. I avoided <laughs> you because I knew you were a dumb. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wasting my stinger on you. Yo, I don't sting dummies. <laughs> rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. I'm ready for this. Are you ready? Yeah. I only have three of them because a lot of them got pretty dark. So let's run through these creepy facts real quick. Yes. Cotard syndrome. Have you ever heard of it? I've not. It's called the walking corpse syndrome. Ooh. 
It's a condition where you believe that you're dead, you're dying, or you're missing parts of your body, or that you don't exist at all. So some people with Kotar syndrome may stop speaking or eating since they believe they're dead. Wow. It's real. How does that even happen? I don't know. A uh, former chief of the FBI's elite serial crime unit said a very conservative estimate is that there are between 25 and 50 active serial killers in the U.S. right now. Oh, man. 25 to 50. Wow. That's a conservative number. Okay. And around 4,400 unidentified bodies are recovered each year. After one year, around 1,000 of those bodies still remain unidentified every year. I don't like this. Okay. How about this? The original name for the search engine Google was yeah. Backrub. It was renamed Google after the Google, which is the number one followed by 100 zeros. Is that better? That's a good fact. Okay, good. That's a fun fact. <laughs> okay, good. But yet still creepy. I know. Backrub? I don't like it. John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 104.9. The Wolf. Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I, I, en- I enjoyed it the couple of times I went. I've never been to Disney World mm-hmm. in Orlando. But apparently, people really do invest in the magic that is said to be the Magic Kingdom. What's the dumbest thing a guest has asked you while working at Disney World? I have been waiting for this one. This is good. I worked for Disney World as a CP in Bell Services, so at one of the resorts, and I once had a guest come up to me who had been checked in for hours at that point, and they still hadn't received their luggage to the room, and they were using Disney's Magical Express service. We were trying to track down their luggage, and we couldn't find it anywhere in our system, so we finally asked the guests where they left their luggage. They told us that they left it on their front porch. (laughs) of their home because they thought the service was magical and that they would come pick it up and take it to their room as if there's a magical bus that goes around all over the world and just picks up people's luggage Wow! and sends it to Disney World because they're just supposed to know, I guess. Oh, man. To be fair, it is the Magic Express. Still, though. What is this? The train from that one Christmas story? <laughs> and Tom Hanks is driving? I don't think so. Tom Hanks is driving. <laughs> the Polar Express? Yes, that one. It's like, hey, Aladdin, what happened? <laughs> Sorry, I overslept. Aladdin is English? Now he is. The way I do it. They thought that a magic thing was going to come get their luggage. John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack? Mm, donuts. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. I strongly suspect this couple had issues from jump. <laughs> uh, for sure. Yeah. Um. So basically, here's what happened. Is this woman thought that her husband poisoned her chicken wings. Well, the thing is, they had been arguing mm. for weeks leading up to it. And then like a week beforehand, the guy was like, you know, this probably isn't working out. Maybe we should think about separating. So after he said that, she started acting weird. She was like pacing in circles and just kind of off her rocker. Mm-hmm. One morning, she said she had some chicken wings and she swore that he poisoned them. So that night he waited. She waited until he went to bed. 
and put the baby in the crib in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. And he, she poured lighter fluid on his head and set him on fire. Wow. Luckily, he got up, put the fire out, grabbed the baby, and ran to his mom's house, who lived behind him. And then he realized the whole bedroom was on fire. Holy cow. So she's being held because they have to figure out maybe she's not even fit for trial because she's clearly out of her dome. Yeah. And so now he's got to raise the baby on his own and figure out what's going on with his burns. He's third degree burns. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. But next time somebody calls you a hothead, just remember. Oh, no. Oh. It could be worse. It could be worse. (laughs) You could be that guy. Too soon. (laughs) It's funny because it's not me. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. If John and Stephanie were any funnier, that would actually be really helpful. John and Stephanie, mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. So there's some things that you just don't think would happen, and here's one of those. Yes. Um, Police got a call on Tuesday morning about a suspicious car parked at a vineyard in Santa Rosa, California. I've been to the vineyards in California, and they're just delightful. Mm-hmm. However, I would never expect to find this. It was right next to one of those big fans that grape growers use to circulate the air and keep the grapes from freezing in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Once the cops got closer to it, they realized someone was inside the fan, not the car, the fan. Dang. Yeah. The base is hollow, and it's big enough to fit a person. Just big enough to fit a person, though, tightly. 38-year-old guy climbed inside, and he's been in there for two days. They asked why he climbed in, and he said he likes taking pictures of the motors inside old farm equipment, which is odd, but all right. Uh, (laughs) The fan wasn't that old, though, and when they searched him, oh, they found a whole bunch of meth. No. Yeah. Drugs were involved? Yeah, far more methamphetamine than camera equipment is what they posted on their Facebook page, the sheriff's office. Follow The Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen on your smart speaker or online at 1049thewolf.com. Do we really need this? I mean, when when it comes no. right down to it? No. So that's that's relatively definitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the this we're talking about? Well, Mountain Dew's Baja Blast flavor is back in stores for the summer. Now, normally you can only get it at the Taco Bell. Yeah, which is what Josh usually gets. And they also have two new spinoffs, which is a tropical punch flavor named Baja Punch and a pineapple coconut version called Baja Flash. But there's actually even bigger and dumber Baja Blast news to share. (laughs) Because there's also a new line of air fresheners on the way. For your car. All three Baja flavors will have a scent that goes with them. And it's a little spray. So yeah. it's not like the air freshener you hang. Right. So essentially, you could ha- like take it to your office or your house. I don't want anything smelling like soda right. around me. Sure. However, <laughs> if you do plug it in in your car when you're driving the kids around and they start just getting really rowdy. Right. And you tell them, be quiet, behave. And they say... We can't. We're all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Then at least they have a built-in excuse. Mm, I guess. To be rowdy. Never. No? I suggest against it. (laughs) Ooh, movie cars. (laughs) Whether working from your office or your home office, tell your smart speaker to play 104.9 The Wolf. Number one for new country. The new 104.9 The Wolf. Okay, so especially across the pond. Yeah, so nerf nurses were nerf is nerf nerf guns. Nerf guns were offering mm-hmm. vaccines. Yep. Oh, that's the way to do it. I know. Why haven't we decided a nerf gun vaccine? I don't know. Well, you just did. Well oh, done. I hope I get all the credit. <laughs> 
So they were giving vaccines overseas and they were going door to door in India and they might have stumbled on the oldest person ever. So they went up to this woman. She's supposedly 124 years old. Wow. It hasn't been verified yet. The current record is a woman in France who died in 1997 at the age of 122. So she would have been born in 1898? I guess. Uh, she's a grandmother from well, yeah. the Baramula district of ja- Jammu and Kashmir. You know that. The right. Cor- yeah, of the course. The corner of Jammu and Kashmir. Yeah, yeah. And obvious. Right. Uh, showed, it showed vaccinator... And vaccinators a ration card giving her a ration card giving her age as 124. Dang. So they're going to try and verify that she is the sweetest looking grandma there ever was. <laughs> is she though? I want all. Take it easy, you. Does she make the cookies? Probably. So it's 124 a- years old, and she's there like, How did you live to be this old? And she was like, Well, by hiding from everybody, but thanks. <laughs> thanks for blowing that. John and Stephanie, once again voted most likely to say, Um, are you gonna finish that? Mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. And as we said, it is Friday. Thank goodness. So I think we're we're definitely all ready for it. I, there's a lot of chatter in the hall of folks going, Man, this felt like a long week. It was a long week. It felt like a long mm-hmm. week. Uh, but that's when we get spoiled for having Monday off. So here's some tips from a lifestyle expert, a lifestyle or a lifestyle uh, <laughs> on how to have a great weekend. Yeah, avoid work, email, and social media. Mm, social media for sure. Preach. This weekend is the perfect time to disconnect by avoiding all email and social media. Sadly, very, 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 very few people get the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Because we're all expected to mm-hmm. stay connected. Yep. Uh, spend time with family and friends. That's going to be awesome. My girl's coming over this weekend. She's bringing the dogs. I get to watch them do zoomies. I get to play fetch with them. Probably do a, do a little barbecuing. Nice. <laughs> My sister and her kids are coming with us for hot dog day today. All and, and right. And then we're going to a splash pad afterwards. Sure, I'll go. Yeah. With you. Oh, that wasn't invited. You can. Mm. We're going to go swimming afterwards. Go outside. That's what we're doing. Whoa. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not this weekend. Hey, 93 degrees today. Maybe your <laughs> Don't go for a walk or a hike like I tried to do last night. Boy. Exercise. But on top of that, enjoy good food or drinks. <laughs> yeah, do that first. Yes, and then and exercise. Then, and then if you have time to work out, I mean. I mean, all you have okay. to do is walk outside for half an hour in 93 degree heat. You'll sweat it off. Uh, we went for a 20 minute walk yes, last night. I was drenched. I was uh-huh. like, well, there's my workout. Yep. Because I didn't have time to work out yesterday. Calories burnt. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. Can we talk about how when you're mini golfing, it's not supposed to get this serious? Man, oh man. I haven't been mini, mini golfing in a while, but it's not going to be like this. Yeah, uh, there's a guy, his name's Nguy. He was mini golfing with two friends, and they got into a fight on the course. And I, we don't know what sparked it. But from the address in the police report, it looks like it happened at a place called Nick's Jurassic Golf. 
<laughs> that is gangster. <laughs> right? And it ended with a guy pulling out a knife and stabbing both of his friends. Uh-huh. They weren't seriously injured. They were treated at the scene, and the other was taken to the hospital. But it's not life-threatening. But he's facing a bunch of charges, including first-degree assault, reckless endangerment, and probably cheating. I'm assuming they're not... They won't be celebrating National Best Friends Day today. Um, That's probably a very, very safe assumption. <laughs> Plus, he didn't drown his putt oh. in the T-Rex head. Yeah. So, But he said he did. Oh. So he's also getting charged for cheating. Oh. John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 1049. <laughs> The wolf. A fuzzy sock. One fuzzy sock. Got it. Jill said I did try running away. I had my toys in my sleeping bag and a half gallon of milk. Oh, <laughs> she brought the milk. I like that. Well, calcium is very important. It is very, and at least she knew that at five. Yes. Rick said peanut butter and a knife. What? What? Is that in case you come across any aggressive apples with which to spread that peanut butter on? Apparently. Oh. Christine said my blankie and Mrs. Beasley doll. <laughs> blankie. Of course you're blankie. I didn't even think about that, Christine. Hey, I'm going to need my whoopie. And then Jasmine said, <laughs> Mom, I'm taking my whoopie and I'm out. Jasmine said <laughs> snacks and clothes. So she was smart as a child. Yeah. Whereas I would have gotten nowhere. Not not with your toys. No, not with Evil Knievel and the Hulk. At least I had a sleeping bag. Yeah. And a pal to sleep. Mm-hmm. To, to help put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. All Joey Mac. Oh, Joey Mac. <laughs> I'd still take him. <laughs> John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack. Mm-hmm. Donuts. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. It was actually inspired by Charles Lazarus because of the baby boom after the World War II. Oh, Toys R Us was inspired by Charles Lazarus. Okay. Mm-hmm. He only sold baby furniture until he realized toys would make more money because the kids kept breaking the toys. He was like, oh, I got it. It was the first big box toy store. Oh, okay. Very first. Uh, it was also known as the first category killer. This refers to a company that is so competitive with its inventory and prices that it drives all other similar outlets out of business. Yikes. So the category killer. Oh, they were Walmart before Walmart was Walmart. Mm-hmm. The R is backwards for a reason. He did this intentionally to look like a child had written it. Oh. And finally, Jeffrey the Giraffe's original name was Dr. G. Graff. <laughs> Don't just stand there, Dr. G. Give mm-hmm. me toys. So there's some little tidbits about Toys R Us mm-hmm. that I love and miss. Ironically, although my man who invented it, his name's Lazarus, <laughs> Toys R Us is not able to rise from the dead. No. <laughs> Staying closed. Yeah, they are. Oh. They are. I regret that.